It is Matt Mosley's show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas. Reed Geddes joining us right now. What a great guy to talk to, part of Five Slamma Jamma, a man from Memorial High School in Houston who stayed at home and went to the U of H. Reed, uh, anybody trying to get a hold of you this um, this week? Have you had anybody reach out to you about tickets or anything like that? <laughs> no, no, no ticket requests, but, <laughs> but a lot of uh, a lot of inquiries about my reactions and thoughts. So it's been fun. It's um, you know, Kelvin has done such a nice job of probably going too far to uh, honor the past while living in the present, and so. Uh, it's been really fun. Uh, it's been an incredible week. You know, if it was up to the rest of us, you, you fight slam and jam, y'all would just have reunions once a month. You know, we, we love it so much. You guys have all gone to the far ends of the earth, although you kind of stayed around Houston, but you've traveled the world. You played some uh, some professional ball after you were done. Um, I, I just can't think of how rewarding and cool it is for you to see what was such an unbelievable tradition sort of – uh, and you've seen it happen over time. They got better and better, and now back in the Final Four. What what were – I mean, Reed, I, I assume you were just sitting there like a lot of us watching on TV. You may have been there. But I, what was the um, – what was that feeling like? I know you've been an analyst, so you know how to have that journalist role in your mind. But, but I'm sure you took that hat off and, and you let kind of the wave of emotion over you a little bit. Yeah, let me and let me put a little added perspective on it. So, so whatever feelings I had were, were were not doubled, but certainly on steroids. My 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 two favorite programs on the entire planet uh, are U of H and Baylor, and so I'm I'm such a um, I have known Scott for so long and Jerome and his staff uh, and have cheered for them and pulled for them and respected them and admired them. That you know, to have both programs make it, I just you know I told someone earlier today. CBS sent out you may have gotten it the, the, the NCAA logo in the middle mm. in Final Four with with BU on one side and U of H on the other. <laughs> Man, I screenshot that and I thought, God, look at that! Is that awesome? <laughs> I mean, I, I you know one of my biggest hopes uh, is that for for all of these kids, you know, whether you're talking about Jared or Davion or Maceo or Dejan Giroux, man, I, I hope in 37 years somebody's talking to them when they're old and fat and broken down, <laughs> you know, about about their memories. And, and that's what's in front of these kids. Um, it, it's something that nobody will ever take from them. Uh, you know, they'll never forget. They'll tell their kids and grandkids. And um, If they're like me, their kids think they were a whole lot better than they really were. Um, but man, what a what a what a what a tremendous what a tremendous weekend this is going to be. Well, you were a great player. Uh, don't sell yourself short. Reed Geddes joining us on the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas. But you're right. You were surrounded by some of the most amazing talent ever seen in college basketball. And uh, I just kind of wonder when when you knew y'all were back in when the Cougars were returning the other night. Who was the first? person you wanted to reach out to or who was the first person you heard from i i i, I would assume you guys kind of have a text chain that maybe you weigh in sometimes or i don't know if you do facebook or whatever how how quickly did it take to start kind of zinging around and hearing from guys yeah it didn't take long at all you know my, my roommate gary orsack who didn't who didn't play a lot but was very much as part of the program as anybody 
Um, and, and really, you know, it's interesting, the two managers, you know, guys that, that are, that are uh, those kids are often overlooked at the sacrifices and what they give and, and how selfless they are. Um, that's who I heard from first. And they were like, man, can you believe it? Can you believe it? And look, for us, and it's the same thing I know for Scott's team, but, but, but for our, we have such a, a group of high-character kids. Um, and, and the fact that not just what they've done, but the way they've done it and the way it makes us all feel like um, they're representing us, uh, it has just been, man, it, I've been delirious the last 72 hours. I just <laughs> walked around. I could, not, I could not be more proud uh, of our program and Kelvin and these kids. Um, now I just hope they show up Saturday and make some shots. Yeah, that's um, uh, I, I just I, it's got to be so rewarding and so cool to to see it. And um, I, you know, I, I think back. Uh, in fact, we're going to have Jim Haller on today, the the former Baylor coach, and Jim Jim still out playing golf and tennis on a daily basis. The guy's, you know, looks as looks about the same he did when you remember him thirty years ago. And I know you've seen him over the years and everything. But do you remember Reed? I was watching as a kid. And I feel like Baylor took the air out of the ball on y'all one time, and I don't, it might, I don't know if it's HOT or um, at Hallfinds, and it would have been Kaiser and some of those guys. That, I, I don't, that Teagle may have already been gone, but I swear they, they, uh, they, they absolutely there was no shot clock, and I and I want to say they waited like seven minutes again. I I would see think the five slam pajama something like that would have been very irritating. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I I don't remember that, and 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 I wish Teagle was gone. Uh, my my most vivid memory <laughs> of um, uh, of Baylor and playing Baylor in the heart of Texas. We you know we spent all week. All we talked about was Terry. Oh, Terry does this. Terry does that. Terry does this. I'm thinking, come on, man, we're gonna we're gonna lock him up. I think we held him to 40 the first time we played him. In the second game, the next time we played him, I think we double-teamed him every time he touched the ball. We held him to 38. So we, we had tremendous success against Terry Teagle. And, hey, I, I might be wrong, but I think that they, that we played Baylor, Coach Haller's last game. And if it wasn't his last game, it was, it was um, mm. and it wasn't at a tournament. It was in, it was in uh, uh, Heart of Texas. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember when it was announced, and we were warming up, and I just I admired him so much, and I still do today. Um, but I admired him so much. You know, I, I grew up I grew up going to Southwest Conference games and watching Benny Johnson play and watching, you know, Abe Lemons and Shelby coach against Coach Howler and Coach Lewis and Eddie Sutton and Killingsworth. And I, I grew up with all of this. And I just had so much respect for Coach Howler. And, I, you know, I would never try to develop a relationship with opposing coach. But I just stopped in the middle of warm-ups and went over and it just said, you know, Coach Howler, I, I, I've respected you and admired you for so long um, and just wanted to tell you that. And I remember he put his arm around me and, you know, said something nice. And I, I have such great memories of Coach Howler. Not, not of Heart of Texas, but, but I certainly do of Coach Howler. You know, Reed, you, you, you still hold some records for assist. You knew who to deal it out to. And, I mean, I, I was looking it up earlier. You had 17 assists in one game. Um, you know, you, you could have been a star player probably somewhere else and been the one doing a lot of the scoring. Six, I mean, And think about it, Reed. You were, I mean, you were way ahead of your time in a way. You liked the outside shot, and you were a tall guard. And it just – I mean, you did not encounter, I would think, any guards – 
of your size at that time. Do you ever does that ever do you ever think about that? That maybe maybe your size and your abilities, how it would play now, and the fact that you you kind of predated that. Um, I guess the, actually the right as you were coming in that three point line um, at Houston uh, came about. Yeah, they, they, these kids today would eat me alive. I, I just—they they are so—they are so athletic and so strong and so quick. And so, you say take me in my prime and put me out there with Butler and Mitchell and Teague. Come on, <laughs> I, I couldn't. That—that that would be a joke. Um, let me let me tell you something. It's interesting because my—I was recruited as a shooter, and, and about halfway through my freshman year. I was miserable. I, I, if there had been a transfer portal, I'd have been out of there. I mean, I was just miserable. I wasn't playing, wasn't playing. And I remember uh, I went to dinner after one game I didn't play, you know, with my parents. My dad said, well, you know, how are you shooting in practice? And I said, I'm shooting great. And he said, are you, you're, 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 you know, high percentage. I said, Dad, I've never shot the ball better. And he said, well, apparently that's not what they're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I, I thought about it a second. I thought, I'll tell you a definition of insanity. And he said, he said, he said, is there something that nobody else on the team does? And I said, yeah, we don't pass very much. And he, he said, well, I got an idea. Why don't you try to become the best passer on the team? And I thought, hmm. An idea, <laughs> you know, to be a good passer on that team, if you could hit the backboard with a pass, it was probably a pretty good one to somebody. Well, I mean, you averaged uh, eight point two assists uh, per game, I believe, in that one season. It might have been eighty four. Yeah, but but put you, you know, I don't know what the largest asterisk you can put on a record, but <laughs> look, look how 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 many people get to play with a with a Hall of Fame player. Yeah, like I got to play with two. <laughs> I played with two of the 50 greatest of all time, and they weren't our most reliable threat. <laughs> Michael Young was a more reliable threat than Akeem and Clyde. And then on the other block, maybe as good a power, a power forward that's been inducted into the Southwest Conference Hall of Fame and Larry Michaud. Oh, so come on. <laughs> Mr. Mean. I mean, some perspective. <laughs> Mr. Mean, Rob, yeah. Benny, you know, all those guys. The high, it, was the, it was one of the – it's still one of the great stories in all the college basketball. Talking to Reed Geddes, he was right there in the middle of it playing point guard for the uh, for Five Slamma Jamma, joining Matt Mosley's show with Stephen Simcox. Go ahead, Stephen. Reed, you mentioned earlier you're, you're close with Scott Drew and that staff. Uh, what do you appreciate about some of these guards on the Baylor team like, like Davion Mitchell and Jared Butler in their game? Well, maybe maybe bigger picture than that. So you remember several years ago um, that the the uh, Scott Drew can't coach anything but that weird zone they play. And by the way, gosh, I hope they don't pull that out again because we sucked the other night against the one three one. But but you remember all all the with, with all the tall guys and you know and, and I can't remember uh, the kid's name from Yates, but six nine kid that played the wing and they had you know Perry and they had. Uh, uh, um, uh, Corey and and all those guys and they they played zone and everybody's like oh that's because Scott Drew you know can't coach man mm-hmm. and I'm like no that that's because he adapted his system um, and now suddenly he's he, because he has different skill level and skill sets it's it's one of if not the best defensive team in the country and the same thing you remember when they were nothing but inside and big guys well they you know started with Lace Darius and. And Tweedy Carter and those guys, and it was all perimeter. Henry Dugat and, mm-hmm. and Dugat and um, uh, Curtis Gerald's and that group, and then they evolved to big guys. And so Scott and Jerome and, and his staff 
they may do as good a job as I've ever seen of not forcing kids into a system, but recruiting talent and then putting those kids in a position to be successful. And that's what he's, that's what he's done the best. And, and I'm thrilled that he's, uh, you know, talk about long overdue credit. Um, uh, I, I had a, a KU fan text me yesterday and go, oh, okay, maybe he can coach. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> Begrudgingly. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy for him. It's funny, I, I sent him a text message the other day after they, they won, and I said, my two favorite programs on the planet playing each other, wow, congratulations, or something like that. And he responded, and he goes, I figure you'll cheer the first half for U of H and the second half for us. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought about it a second. I left those dot, dot, dots, you know, pinned in a little while. And then I went, well, congratulations, Scott. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. You, you got you, you to cheer for the Cougs the whole way. But it is cool that these two teams and, uh, and, and I just wonder, when you think of, of this Houston team, though, uh, you know, you're a great TV analyst. In fact, I really miss you on the did ESPN, whatever we used to Raycom or whatever it was back in the day. And then it, you know, it's become different things now. But I mean, you were really, really good as a, as an analyst. Now, when you look, read at Grimes transferring in. Speaking of KU, comes in from KU Sasser, who's got great bloodlines, uh, nephew of uh, of the great Texas Tech player. I mean, Jason Sasser was. Uh, I mean, and then his, and then I think he has another had a cousin or yeah, whatever. Gerald, that, Gerald, Sasser, Gerald, all conference at SMU. Ger- that's in it. NBA. Yeah, Gerald, and then yeah, you're right. Sassers were just uh, uh, incredible players. What is this? It seems like the other night they were just getting a huge amount of offensive rebounds. I mean, if Baylor, what does Baylor have to worry about the most with this team? Yeah, I mean that's it. But but that's not a fluke. You know, they they were the number one rebounding team in the country. And, and I did some of the games this year that were that were more impressive than what they did against Oregon State. But but if you go back and look statistically, against the first round they were plus fourteen, and in, in the second round they played the worst game they played all year, and they were plus ten, and then plus ten against Syracuse, and plus twelve against Oregon State. Um, they they are they are not you know the weakness is they're not a great shooting team, but they're not bad. They, they shoot about 44%, and they can't shoot like Baylor's kids can. But they, they have not shot over 35% yet. And so he, here's the deal. You can't win NCAA games shooting 35% unless you are extraordinary at something else. And they're extraordinary at two-something else. They will, they will lock Baylor up. And, I, I mean, you talk about matchups galore. But then they rebound as good collectively. They don't have anybody over six eight. They rebound as good collectively as anybody I've ever seen in my life. Um, but the matchups, you know, someone said, "Hey, do we stand a chance?" I said, "Against who?" <laughs> you know, Gonzaga. Do we match up? No. You know, do Baylor or U of H both have a, a a chance to beat Gonzaga? Of course. But if you just talk about going into it matchup, neither of our teams match up with Gonzaga. No, you know. Newsflash: Nobody does. But yeah. if you if you put down your top seven Bears and top seven Cougars, holy cow! You talk about matchups. You know, Dejon Giroux and Jared Butler and Davion mm. and on Sasser and Maceo and Grimes matched up. And then there's not a better matchup in the whole game than Vital and Justin Gorm. Um, and you know, the biggest advantage, and it'll be a challenge for our freshman Tremont Mark, is is matching up with with Meyer when he comes off the bench. 
but but literally, you, you talk about a mirror of each other. Now I, I wish we shot like y'all do, like y'all do. But but this is this is uh, unbelievable. You could pick any one of those five or the sixth man and, and do a matchup. You know, kind of star of the game comparison. It's just great storyline. Well, we we love having you, and uh, I, I'm sure you know. One thought I had today, uh, thinking about y'all's teams, is what Coach Lewis, you know, what this would have been like for him, uh, and to see another Houston team uh, have a shot at this. I, I, the last thing I have for you, real quickly. I do you. I, I always remember Coach Lewis as seemingly he was always in my mind this old man, and I'm sure when you got there he probably seemed like that to you, or even when he recruited that. So I don't, I don't. Was he funny like Abe or 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 Killer or any of those guys or Howard? Oh my or, gosh! Uh, what, hey, Abe, Abe Lemons sat in on one of our scouting reports, our pregame meal and scouting report when we were playing Texas. <laughs> We, we're doing we're doing the scouting report, and, and, and Coach Warren was talking about LaSalle Thompson and describing him, and Abe would go, oh, Donnie, he can't turn to his left. Just move on to the next player. And I'm sitting there going, holy cow. I mean, you, you think about that in, in today's today's world and how unlikely that is to happen. I'll tell you one story, and I told it earlier this morning about Coach Lewis. I played in high school. You referenced going to Memorial Coach Coleman, who's a Hall of Fame coach, very, very strict disciplinarian. Uh, Bobby Knight, uh, not not uh, fallacies and shortcomings, but but technique and discipline, very, very disciplined. So my first practice at U of H, you know, somebody throws a skip pass, and I'm on the weak side, and I close out on my guy, and something happens, and the whistle's blown dead, and I you know I went over and I said, hey, coach, can I ask you a question? He said, yeah. I said, when I close out on a skip pass and I'm two passes away, when I close out, do you want me to close out with my inside foot high, forcing short corner? You want me to close out with my outside foot high and forcing back to the elbow? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you want. He looked at me and he goes, "Well, can I ask you a question?" I said, "Yes, sir." Which one of them techniques you think you could actually guard his ass? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know, I thought a second. I go, well, you know, I'm most comfortable forcing them to the short corner. You go, all right. Why don't you do it that way? Oh <laughs> my goodness! <laughs> and I thought, man, if that doesn't sum up Coach Lewis. Yeah, he heard that, and he was like, I think this guy's going to be a high-powered lawyer someday. He's got a. He, well, he may have he, a sharp would, legal he, mind. He would be thrilled. He'd be thrilled about this weekend. He, yeah, he would just be. You know, he he loved the, the Southwest Conference, and with the exception of <laughs> Eddie Sutton when he was coaching against him, he had such great relationships with you know Coach Howler and Lemons and Metcalf, and he and Killer were so close, and it was just a different time. You know, it, it, it was a it was a different time, but he would be. He would be thrilled over U of H, but I'm telling you, he would be um, uh, incredibly excited and proud of, uh, of Baylor for being there too. Well, listen, this is this was awesome for us. We loved it, and uh, Reed uh, appreciate it, and good luck. I, I mean this, uh, you know who I'm who I'm rooting for, but good luck to your Cougars. You know, I just honestly hope we have a great game, and uh, really appreciate you doing this. I do too. And listen, I know y'all are the flagship, but don't don't tell Scott. I, I I'm probably not going to cheer for them for half the game. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I think Scott, you know how optimistic he is. He probably thought, I think, I think Reed will probably cheer for us. I mean, that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be, I will cheer Monday night for whoever comes out of it. But oh, Saturday, I'm, I'm going to be pretty loyal. <laughs> Well, have a have fun with it. It's so awesome. And there he is, Reed Geddes, um, broadcaster, former member of Five Slamma Jamma, all-around great guy. Uh, and uh, it is now time for that John Morris show on ESPN Central Texas.